0: Hey everyone and welcome to another episode of For What It's Nerd. I have tried to record this episode numerous times and I keep failing for either stumbling over my words or finding the content that I'm talking about to be uninteresting. I am thus going to try something a little bit different. I thought today we'd rank Star Wars films slash Star Wars shows. Um primarily because I think I've never really done it before and the reason I decided to do this is I was trying to discuss the Bad Batch today after not um not managing to discuss it last week. And I just I found myself not really enjoying talking about it. Um like I didn't really particularly enjoy this season, um, but I I found myself also not enjoying talking about it, which is weird because I usually at least if I don't like something, I'm passionate about not liking it. But I feel like the bad batch just falls into a met territory for me. And what I then thought was I was comparing it my head to other shows which everyone does and I found myself kind of going okay I'm comparing it to these things why not discuss why I like those better but then it felt like I was kind of almost really really ragging on the Bad Batch so instead let's not make it about the Bad Batch the Bad Batch is obviously going to be part of the list for the shows etc but generally speaking I want to kind of leave that out and I want to discuss Star Wars in general where I feel Star Wars is in terms of a ranking order of what I find good and what I find to be not so good. Let's start very simple. Uh, We'll start with the original films, then we'll do the prequels, then we'll do the sequels, and then we'll do the extra two films, and then we'll go to the shows. So regarding the original movies, I personally, very much like A New Hope, I think obviously it introduces a lot of great ideas to us about Star Wars and what Star Wars is it's a great um, grasp on the universe there. Uh, I don't particularly enjoy all of the visuals because I don't think it's got the most interesting Star Wars points, and I don't think it's got the most interesting Star Wars characters. Even though it's the main cast, you know, I, I still feel at points it could still be a little bit more interesting, a little bit more, um, uh, you know, um, narratively diverse. But it was a movie that was created in, you know, a, a very different landscape to today. So that's also something you need to think about. Thus I'd kind of place it like middle of the list I'll probably kind of give them numbers afterwards, but um, very middle of the list, kind of as we discuss it here um episode five i like i think it's overrated by the fandom I think it's it's a good good it's a good movie I think it's a really good expansion of what episode four was, but I don't think it's like. Super like mind blowing. I don't think it's super out of the water again. Not my favorite places in the Star Wars universe. Um, I like the focus on the Empire though, I like the focus on the the Vader Luke storyline, that's very interesting. And obviously, that was like pivotal, that was like one of the biggest reveals in maybe cinematic history. Um, so that was obviously great. I actually prefer Return of the Jedi now. That sounds very weird, but I think it's because it introduces a lot more elements of what we end up seeing and i think it almost kind of cap like encapsulates what star wars is going to be going forward you get characters like mon mothma taking the screen for the first time you get palpatine kind of having a real role you get yoda you a bit of obi-wan you have these characters starting to become more um living and breathing than they than they were previously it feels like a lot of the characters to this point were kind of cardboard cutouts as a like besides luke Han, Leia, Chew, Chewbacca, etc. I feel like those characters are now starting to breathe life, and that's kind of where Star Wars, I feel, kind of hits its stride of being a lot more than just the Skywalker saga. And then, obviously, we go back in time, and we're with Episode 1, which kind of expands the idea that I'm talking about with 6, but executed badly. Um, You know, Qui-Gon, Jinn, etc. are really great, but the storyline isn't particularly amazing, and... One gripe that I had with episode four, I also have with episode one, and that's taking far too long to show a chase scene, or rather a race scene, etc. cetera, and so on. The trench run in episode four uh, and the Boon to Eve pod race in episode one. I, I, I very much turn off with those types of things. Um, I want narrative and kind of moving the plot forward through story. So that's where I find one to be. I find two falls into a similar pitfall, Attack of the Clones. But I think um, there's a lot more politics in there, and I like the politics of Star Wars. I think the politics of Star Wars is incredibly interesting because before the politics of Star Wars, especially in the original movies, was alluded to, always alluded to, never really discussed, in episode two, you finally get the discussion of it. You finally get the understanding of it. You get how these people can manipulate and change systems to win over people and, and start these incitements to violence etc and so on but still yeah it falls short of the hurdles a little bit it's not the most exciting movie um i am sick of tatooine by this point um i think all of us are but uh yeah so i don't value i don't value two loads but i think it does have a lot of interesting stuff that obviously originates the clone wars tv show etc and so on three encapsulates, I think, everything that Star Wars was building up to prior to this. Now, obviously, was there issues with, like, delivery of lines, delivery of, like, you know, you know, delivery of performance in parts? Yes, I'll agree. And was there some kind of, like, expedited character prog- progression that doesn't feel so in line with previous stuff to allow for Vader to finally become Anakin to be finally become Vader should I say yes but overall generally quite fun a lot of interesting parts and probably the most memeable Star Wars movie of all time (laughs) Um, to the sequels I think Force Awakens was a Force Awakens was a visually stunning movie and a sound plot it essentially follows um, a new hope really speaking and obviously you know i mean you can watch it it's pretty much the same movie but like almost shot for shot in places that's okay um it's not great because of that but visually and um you know emotionally it was a great movie because it was the recalling to star wars i think it will always have a good place in the style, kind of like the mythos of star wars because of that it'll always have a a meaning to some people because of that um it now I know this is the big controversy. It I personally don't like it story-wise. I feel like it was a waste. Like most of what happened in it was not interesting to me in the slightest. But I will say there's two things that I do want to say about this movie. Admiral Holdo is not as bad as people make it out her out to be, and the movie was visually stunning from start to finish. Um probably one of the most visually stunning Star Wars movies. Um so that's what I'll say about that one. Episode nine, lots of plot holes, lots of um, <laughs> omission of story for the sake of spectacle, which I always hate. I don't mind spectacle, but when it not when it um, dis- dissolves slash removes story, um, but Palpatine, very good, well acted role, even though his return was um, ambiguous at best. Um, at the time, um, and you know, I, I didn't mind the rare Kylo stuff in this movie. I was kind of enraged by the the death of Kylo, and I was kind of annoyed by how that left Carrie Fisher's slash Leia's legacy. I'll be honest, but um, generally speaking, generally speaking, it was a sound sound movie. Um, now, Rogue One. I personally believe Rogue One to be the best Star Wars movie, so I already put that in the top spot, Um, primarily because I think Rogue One takes everything that Episode 4 and 5 and 6 are, and then does it better. Really. Uh, I think it has the politics. I think it has the intrigue of characters beyond the Skywalker saga. I think it tells the story of the Empire. I think it tells the heroine's journey um, in a very similar way to Luke's journey. Even though Jin and Luke are very different characters, and I think it really kind of has a big impact on Star Wars and the universe in general. Um, and that's weird for me to say, because usually I'm more of a force Jedi Sith kind of person, generally speaking, but I do think that Rogue One encapsulates Star Wars the best. If you were to say to someone, if someone said to me, like, can you give me the Star Wars movie, not the Star Wars trilogy or anything like that, the Star Wars movie that best encapsulates Star Wars, I would sit them down and watch Rogue One because it has the spectacle, but it has the story, it has the morality and the politics, but doesn't um, weigh itself down in that either. So that's why I think Rogue One really succeeds as the best Star Wars movie. Solo, opposite to that, a very different take on Star Wars. Very interesting. Still, um, allows us an insight into a character that we don't get much insight to outside of that. Um, but has some plot contrivance and has issues in places that kind of are rectified by its charm. Um, which is something that not many Star Wars movies manage. Not many Star Wars m- movies manage to win us over just on charm. Um, this one does. For then the overall list i would say sequel if we were to if we were to rank it based on like the trilogies i'd say um for me i'd say oh gosh this is a hard one Uh, i'd say i think i'd say oh gosh this is hard i would go with the original trilogy um for if we were going best story i'd say the prequels have the best overall story then the, the original trilogy then the sequels who we going from visual standpoint i believe uh, it's it's weird i'd say probably the sequels look best obviously they do into but i feel like they, they display star wars the best in terms of like spectacle um and then i think the original trilogy and then the prequels cuz the prequels kind of mess around a lot in Went away from Star Wars, then came back to it, then moved around with it, and don't get wrong, there's a lot of good stuff in there, but it, sometimes you can tell it's janky, and it's it's like very CGI heavy. You know, that sometimes very um distracting. Um, as Star Wars mythos is concerned, I would say the prequels, then the originals, then. The sequels. So like very much in the order that they made. Like they're very much in the order of chronology with them ones. But I think they um the prequels really expand on Star Wars the most as a franchise. The originals did a good bit of that. And then the sequels kind of decimated that and decide to make their own thing. So that's kind of where they lie in regards to that. Now if we're going for original if we're going like individual movies, I'd say my favorite movie is obviously Rogue One. I'd then say Oh gosh. Um I'd then say I do really like Return of the Jedi, so I'm going to say Return of the Jedi for second place. Then I think it will be Revenge of the Sith. Then Empire Strikes Back. I know that's very low for some people to have Empire Strikes Back in the fourth slot, but I do I do still like Empire Strikes Back. Uh, A New Hope just under that. I think then, um, two, no, sorry, Force Awakens, two. One, Mm-mm. Mm, oh no maybe not um force awakens two no i don't think i don't think even though they're not better movies, i think i'd prefer to watch rise of skywalker then to one last jedi as the last no sorry where solo go solo would be distinctly middling so like solo would go before i've lost track of my list now I've lost track of my list so hard, but Solo hits, like, somewhere around, like, Solo is probably before Rise of Skywalker, but, yeah, but after after Force Awakens. Yes. No. Is it above, above Force Awakens? I think it might be above Force Awakens, so, like, that would be, like, it would be a new hope, Solo, Force Awakens. I think I kept myself in order. I'm very proud of myself for doing that. In terms of the TV shows, let's go to the TV shows quick, um i think you've got a better range of stuff going on in the tv shows clone wars is like clone wars is almost like you should really do it by seasons because clone wars changes that much between seasons whereas an overall show really good ensemble cast really gives a very wide breadth storyline of the entire clone wars and doesn't doesn't retreat from doing more interesting things and more intriguing things and and trying things out, maybe failing with them sometimes, but then going back and trying them again, or or kind of um, looking at them from a different perspective. So Clone Wars is like a shining beacon of of animation, style of animation. Um, and then you've got Rebels, which I personally very much liked. I know season one and two fall somewhat quote unquote, flat. They have interesting parts to them, but season three and four with Thrawn is when the show really feels like it hits its stride. That's um I think have to be very much true. Um. Resistance, I don't really talk about that much. I, I don't really, it doesn't really enter my head that much. Um, I think it was visually quite interesting. I think a lot of people didn't like the visuals. I didn't mind them. I just felt like it was too um, childified. It was too childish. And so for those who are of an audience like myself, who are a little bit older than that, um, it's, it's a hard one to kind of follow and be interested in fully. But it was, it was generally very um, visually appealing to me. Um those are the kind of the um oh sorry, Bad Batch. I almost forgot Bad Batch, which is funny considering the whole debacle. Um Bad Batch is probably um just above resistance for me, primarily because um primarily because I think it it does a lot of what Clone Wars does but worse So it's it's Clone Wars light, so to speak. And so it still beats that resistance, but I don't think it wins overall. So animated wise, Rebels Clone Wars for me, Rebels Clone Wars um bad batch resistance primarily because i just think that for me i will always like rebels more because it has Thrawn, it has ezra and cain which are really compelling jedi characters hera who's a really compelling rebel character zeb who's a very different you know alien character we don't get many of those in kind of a main role um yeah and then to me, which is obviously a mandalorian which is a little bit different to the typical mandalorian as well so just a really great crew in general for a show Um, so that's why I feel like Rebels is going to be the top for me regardless of what what happens Um, Clone Wars thereafter because of similar reasoning and then Bad Batch because you know light and then Resistance because of Resistance. I I explained my reasoning before (laughs) Um, but um, in terms of live action this is slightly different Mando Mando is a weird one because I didn't like season one at all. I really really didn't like season one I felt it was too... A lot of people liked the Western idea of like kind of like a Saturday morning cartoon, one episode does one thing and that's it. I personally didn't enjoy that at all. I didn't like the kind of disconnectedness of the episodes. I felt like we were in a Star Wars saga and it felt like a Star Wars Saturday morning cartoon, which is not what I personally want from Star Wars. So Mando redeemed, redeemed itself with season two, but I'd say it's middling because of that. Um. Boba Fett comes under that, because I feel like Boba Fett just really didn't remember the idea of Boba Fett at all, and was on Tatooine, and on top of that, wasn't particularly intriguing as a plotline. Kyber returning was obviously fun, but I feel like they could have went even further and had it be to do with Crimson Dawn, um, because the Pikes have been part of Maul's Enterprises before. Now, obviously, Maul is finished at this point, but Kira, as far as I'm aware, is still around at this point, so that would have been very interesting to do. But they didn't, so that's that is what it is. Um. Other than that, you have Andor and you have Obi Wan. I don't know if I'm forgetting any. I don't think I'm forgetting any. Not. Um. Obi Wan was very fun, but I feel like it could have been better. I think it had a very interesting plotline, but I think, um it failed on some kind of it failed to pull back call back, should I say, on storylines from the Clone Wars and storylines from even the original like the the prequels that it's pulling from originally. And whilst I can't, I can't expect too much because it's a show that's meant to be for the large consumer base, I do feel like a lot of Star Wars fans have watched the Clone Wars and I feel like it would have been better if you know, some kind of Clone Wars inferences were made there, rather than something that felt like it. W- it felt like it was made before the Clone Wars. If that makes sense, it feels like it was something that was made before the Clone Wars was actually ha- like. If you could, t- if you had asked me, for example, as someone who didn't know much about Star Wars, do you think that this media is made based off that, or this media based off that? I'd say that. Clone Wars was based off Obi-Wan, even though Obi-Wan came afterwards, if that makes sense. And that's what it feels like. It feels like it feels like a separation of property, which has been happening a lot in Star Wars. I'm not the biggest fan of it. Um Other than that, I do feel like Um It's still better than Boba Fett. Mando, it would be better than Mando if it was we were just talking about season one for me, but I still I with season two of Mando, I see think season two of Mando did better. So I will say Mando, Obi-Wan, Boba Fett. And then perhaps the saving grace, our savior, one of the best Star Wars things to ever be produced, Andor, Um, which I I don't really think I need to talk about, the, the, the attention to detail, the attention to character, the attention to story, and on top of that, the attention to building a narrative that is not only about Andor, but about all the characters around him, even though it's his show. Was stellar. Um, I don't think there's many, um, shows like that. Generally speaking, I also don't think there's many shows that have such stellar acting as from um, and I I've forgotten his name right now, Diego Luna, um, from *Stellan Skarsgård*, from um, Dedra Miro's actress, uh from um, ah, the guy, the guy, the security guy, I forgot his name at the moment. Like all those, all those acting, all that acting is phenomenal. I don't think we have many big, like, strong acting roles in Star Wars. Like, everyone acts well, but I don't think many people act to perfection, like to something astounding, something poignant in Star Wars. I don't think that's very, very often the case. But Stellan Skarsgård, for example, really blew it out of the water more than once in the show. Like, I was hooked every time he was on screen. So Andor is at the top of those shows for me. And I did, I was thinking about this as I was trying to... um, Correlate that list so to speak i did forget um the tales of the jedi and personally i think that's my it's above resistance again but it's not my favorite thing because again it's clone wars light but also it really decanonizes a lot of other prop um, like star wars stuff like um some of the books some of the comics and I wasn't a fan of that. I don't like the way that happens sometimes because I feel like it really robs Star Wars of that thing that it's meant to be, which is saga, which is connective, uh, which is kind of like this story that keeps unfolding. And I feel like that was really uh, hamstrung by Tales of the Jedi in a number of ways across a number of episodes. But that is, of course, something to maybe discuss a little bit more in depth at another time. So that's kind of my, um, that's my list of Star Wars rankings, so to speak. I don't typically do stuff like this, but if you guys enjoy stuff like this, I'm more than happy to kind of do stuff like this going forward. Discuss, for example, my favorite Star Wars comics. Rank those maybe, or or books, or even Marvel comics, or something like that. You know, other rankings, so to speak, as like a little bit of a different podcast every so often to kind of keep it fresh and intriguing. Anyway, guys, thank you for listening. I hope you enjoyed my reasoning as to my list of why I like these Star Wars movies slash shows above others Um, I'll keep watching The Bad Batch I hope it gets better and if it does maybe we'll do a proper episode on it but until then I'm going to keep telling you that I'm going to do an episode on The Bad Batch and then not doing it. (laughs) Thank you guys as always and I'll see you then and I'll see you